This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. So let's dig into it a little bit, shall we? We have Vashti Hurt from CarolinaBlitz.com, and we have Adam Smith from Inside Carolina. They both join us as we do the roundtable. Camelot. Camelot. It's only a model. Well, that's the round table. We dance where we're able. We do routines to call a scene to put quite All right. I saw him. Actually, I didn't see Adam at the ACC turn. I don't know how I didn't see you, Adam Smith, from inside Carolina, but uh, I've seen you before. I recognize you. I know what you look like. And I did see Vashti, who's everywhere. Uh, the frequent flyer miles are just ridiculous. Uh, so let's start with the Wolfpack. I'll start with you, Adam, since I haven't seen you yet. Um, your thoughts on why it ultimately ended where it ended for UNC? Well, I would say, first of all, it's good that you saw her rather than me. Yes, I think that's that was true. probably better for your eyes and your entire experience. You're a handsome man. Stop it. Uh, wow. Well, I needed that today, actually. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. Oh, my word. Uh, so, I mean... We could go for the next two hours about why it ended, where it ended. I mean, you know, they they got themselves into <laughs> – I, I feel like uh, uh, a parent. You've made your bed here. You know, right. you're grounded. They, <laughs> they got themselves into this position, and they could not get themselves out. Um, you know, they, uh, they, they lost last night. They are, they are five and seven over their last 12 games. Um, and that's not – that is not good at the most important time of the season. Um, and then, you know, I mean, uh, watching the UVA game last night, just another lesson in Tony Bennett just suffocating you. You know, like uh, Reese Beekman was glued to Caleb Love. I mean, they just make everything so difficult, as, as we all know. And uh, it was, uh, it, it, you know, it was um, it was not to be for UNC. No, and uh, this this you know there's a million different stats, but this team that that started preseason number one is is I mean gonna have the NIT as it, as its only consolation, and I don't think they're gonna decide to play in the NIT. Yeah, we're gonna talk but, about yeah. that. We're gonna talk about that as well. Vashti, when when Carolina beat Boston College the other day, and we saw. Like in some of their wins down the stretch, sometimes against lesser teams, whether it was Notre Dame or Florida State or Virginia, um, you know they they obviously they they shot the ball well from outside. Do you think they got almost uh, like like they assumed that all right we're back this is us and they tried to just continue playing that way? Absolutely, and and Leakey said after the game that uh, that you know. He felt like they came into the season looking ahead toward March. And now that March is here, it's time to show what they're about. And I'm sitting there like, bro, y'all just beat Boston College. Let's not act like, you know, this is this is a top team. And so, yeah, I think they kind of got too high off of that Boston College, uh, Boston College win. And, and I think that, you know, 
with the Tar Heels, it was always, okay, we're going to turn it on. Just like last year, we're going to be able to turn it on and we're going to be able to make that run. And this team is completely different, obviously. There seems to have been a disconnect from the start, and they just were never able to turn it on. And, and to celebrate a win over B.C., in the second round of the ACC tournament, the way that they did to me is beneath a program of UNC's caliber. Do you think they'll play in the NIT? I wouldn't. It's beneath the. It's beneath the. Is uh, is the NIT really beneath North Carolina? Why isn't it I beneath mean, other record schools? Record-wise, no. Record-wise, no. But I don't see what they would get out of it other than further embarrassing themselves. Like, unless they go on to win it, and, and, and I don't know if this team is in a mental state to do that. You know, you have, what, uh, uh, a bunch of upperclassmen. It's not like they need experience. They just made a Final Four run last year. So you're not talking about a young team who's going to benefit from the experience of playing in an NIT for gel purposes or for just playing time. No, I mean, unless unless Cuba's going to play all, all, all of the guys who never got any burn, which I don't think is going to happen, I just don't see how going to the NIT benefits Carolina. It's, uh, to me, Adam, is it, am I crazy? Is it more about the uh, program or more about the, uh, the feelings of four guys who came back to do something different? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know that I would agree that it's, it's beneath Carolina. They've played in the NIT before. I mean, they uh, Hubert takes his cues from Dean Smith and Roy Williams, and they have played in the NIT. And I mean, UNC won the 2009 national title, uh, you know, destroying Michigan State and Villanova in the Final Four. And then the next season, they played in the 2010 NIT. <laughs> right. Um, but you know, I think I I think just if you take the pulse of these guys who we have talked to all season, um, you know, I don't think the the players, at, at least in the moment last night, I didn't get that anyone wanted to play in the NIT. Now, uh, knowing Hubert Davis, he doesn't like to tell people no. Um, he might decide he doesn't want to say no or that it's a bad look to say no, you know, to to – sort of throw your nose up at the NIT. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be Hubert's decision. But, you know, if you just take how it felt last night, I mean, Arm- Armando said he didn't want to play him. Yeah. And then he said, well, if if Coach if coach tells us, right. you know, he, he said if they decide, you know, if they come to a decision, you know, I mean, think about, a, think about Pete Nance. Uh, I mean, he hasn't, I know he hasn't been around as long as Leakey and Armando and Caleb and RJ, but he transferred to UNC uh, to play in the NCAA tournament and to make a deep run. You know, mm-hmm. he never played in the NCAA tournament. And here he's sitting here uh, on the outside looking in again. And Northwestern is the two seed in the Big Ten tournament and is definitely yes. going to the NCAA yeah. tournament. That is Absolutely. Uh, that has to hurt. Also, his former teammate, Ryan Young, up the street. Uh, Duke's probably going to be, I don't know, if they win the tournament, they could uh, Duke could, could end up on the four seed line. Uh, at this point, Adam Smith from Inside Carolina and Vash Diehart from CarolinaBlitz.com. But Adam, what about Dunn and Washington and all these guys that probably should have played more? Can't they benefit from playing this? What about them? <laughs> I guess. Yes, absolutely. They absolutely can. 
They absolutely can. Well, what could you? I mean, you could get. Let's get weird here. You could treat it like a bowl game, and you could say, uh, you know, if you don't want to play, you can opt out. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, you could get all kinds of crazy with it. And yes, there and Seth Trimble and Demarco Dunn and Dontre Styles and Jalen Washington and T Nick T Nick himself, Tyler Nickel. Yes. They all could benefit. They one of the many reasons that. Carolina is, again, is in this position is they never developed uh, a bench. Um, They never have gotten a quality lift off the bench, nothing consistent. You know, Puff Johnson may be the most chaotic player you've ever seen in your life. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he could pick up three fouls in five minutes or he could make uh, two threes and have a putback and score eight points in five minutes. Um, But, yes. And, uh, but you know what? I mean, um, that, that, that to me is, that to me, I think one of the many things that the Tar Heels need to do this off season is take a long look at how they're handling substitutions because it's just sort of a seat of your pants type situation. I think they need to have someone in charge of subs like Bill Guthridge used to do with Dean Smith. I mean, I hate to take this way back. Wow. But, you know, I think they need to have somebody in charge of saying, Hubert, we need to get Seth Trimble in for Caleb Love right now. You know, but Vest, that's another discussion altogether. Vesta, <laughs> do, you, do you think, like, maybe that was Hubert's mistake, not developing a bench early, uh, especially when the same guys were doing the same things that, not, I'm saying led to losses, but uh, weren't necessarily, you know, kind of adding up to wins? I mean, there's no question, and 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 going back, I mean, that's why. I mean, if 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 UNC is up 20 points with five minutes in the second half, and you still have your starters in in the game, I don't understand why we would think that Hubert Davis would change the formula and play the bench guys in the NIT. That's why I said if if he's if if it, if he's gonna do the same thing, it doesn't help the program at all, and and. Plenty of times I'm looking at the game, and I'm, why isn't Jalen Washington getting more burn? Why wasn't he getting more burn yesterday when Armando Baycott was on the bench and Pete Nance was struggling, you know, in 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 the game and and defending? Why not put Jalen Washington in there and see if he can give you a lift? In his first game, he definitely provided a lift for the Tar Heels when he came in. So that is going to be a question mark and a knock on Hubert Davis this season. Is like. Bro, why did you not utilize this talent on your bench more? And then also, we're going to see God, the transfer portal is real. Mm-hmm. And the question now is, all right, I didn't get to play. You know, people are looking like parents are looking and, and other schools and other coaches are looking and saying, look, this guy didn't give you burn and you got and your team was up 20 in the second quarter. Come to me. Come to death row. We'll give you playing time. So, all right. Here's let me follow that up with this and this angle. How many of the guys who can come back? Armando can come back. Love can come back. Davis can come back. How many of those guys will? I, I think that, and and I'm going to be very candid with you, Adam. I, I don't see Caleb returning. Uh, it's just been a really rough year for him. Uh, from the from the looks on on socials, a lot of fans have kind of turned on him mm-hmm. after the heroics of last year. I think RJ loved Carolina. I think RJ returned. 
Armando is the one who really has a, a question to answer because, you know, in listening to him yesterday, it sounded like, you know, there's, there was a sense of finality to his, to his speech. However, from a practical standpoint, NIL has been very good to him. And so if he comes back another year, he, he, he looks to gain from another year of, of, of being in that Carolina system, and they love him in Chapel Hill. So I think that once he takes a look back and looks at, at everything, I think Armando comes back. But, you know, I don't know if that's a good thing for the Tar Heels who may need a hard reset in order to move forward. Oh, there's no question about that. Let me uh, just throw a, a state question at both of you. Uh, it doesn't seem to me like state's really mad about last night. Maybe I'm more mad because I thought they could win it. Um, but I think that's why I'm mad because they just kind of went away, Vashti. Yeah, some teams just have your number. And that's what I sensed when I went into the NC State locker room. It was like, man, Clemson just is a bad matchup for us. They've blown us out. Uh, and that's just something we can live with. We've done enough to make it to the tournament. If they hadn't done enough in their eyes to make it to the tournament, I think that, you know, maybe there would have been, you know, at least more fight in them against that against that Clemson team. But I think that they're comfortable with their resume, and they just took that one on the chin and said, listen, Clemson is just – not that they're – I don't think they feel like Clemson is a better team. They're just a bad matchup for them, and they were able to, to live with it. Uh, Adam, what's the difference between State's resume and Carolina's resume other than the win over Duke? Hey, it's Adam Golden. I'm in studio with my friend Coach Pete DeRuder with the Capital Financial Advisory Group. Is it ever too soon to seek out you and your expertise? Really, there's no too soon. It's time to get serious. So if you're 50 or over, we call it the financial red zone. And that's when really it's time for you to take control of your money and, and make sure you have a firm on your side that's a fiduciary planning firm, which means they take your side at all times. Now, we'll do this for the next 10 of you who call. This is a $1,000 value, but I'm going to waive my planning fee to make sure you get your total retirement plan and you get on the right path for retirement. Call 888-843-0013, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. All these resumes are the same. <laughs> I mean, you know, where where's someone get get producer Victoria up with the blind resumes, and we can all look like morons. <laughs> um, you know, like you know, Pitt, Clemson, yeah, NC State, Carolina. I mean, it's not uh, it has not been a banner year in the ACC. Though I would agree with you that uh, you know I think Duke is going in the right way. Um, you know, and I think John Shire's, uh, pushing the right buttons and he's got everybody healthy. And I think the pieces have come together there for the Dukies. Um, at least that's how it looks right now before they play Miami in the ACC tournament semifinals. But, uh, you know, I think it's gonna be interesting with really with NC state because, uh, you know, what it could be if if they're able to get in and, and win a game, that would be the first tournament win for Keats. Would it not? Yes. It would be. Yeah. Look, I think they're. I think they are going to get in, but their their resume is not so great. I guess my my overall disappointment is that this was a winnable tournament for them because there's nobody in this field that is great, and they've got three dynamite guards, or at least two dynamite, you know, point guard type players, and they I mean, just kind of went away. After the show they put on 
against the Hokies of yeah. Virginia Tech on Wednesday night, I was like, oh my God. You know, they are going to they're going to be out for blood after having getting beaten so badly by Clemson during the regular season. You know, I was like, they're gonna just dog walk them and it's gonna be either NC State against Miami or Duke in the semi in the in the final and it's gonna be just a. Uh, I mean, it's just going to be a show, you know. Like, this is what I thought. Well, I guess you would have to still get through Virginia. That's right. not exactly a. Right, let me not just exactly a fun. Uh, it's like going to the dentist. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's Adam Smith from Inside Carolina. As we say goodbye, I want to ask Vashti one thing on the way out. Um, why aren't the Panthers going hard after Lamar Jackson? Do you think? I want to know why any quarterback needing team isn't going hard after Lamar Jackson. I mean, there's something funny in the water, uh, especially with everyone coming out so quickly and saying, oh, you know, we're not interested. And I think the owners have gotten together and said, look, we are not. The the Deshaun Watson contract will be an anomaly. We are not going to be in the practice of giving out guaranteed money. And Lamar is saying, look, you gave Deshaun, with everything going on with him, you gave him this money, and I am a former MVP quarterback, and I want the same thing. And I think the other quarterbacks are back there, you know, the the Joe Burrows, the Justin Herbert. They're looking to see what happens with Lamar, and the owners just aren't having it. And so I, it, the way this plays out will be very interesting because a team the, – the owner who the owner who bucks first and says, bump it, I just want to win – everybody's going to be mad at him, and it'll be interesting to see if that happens. But that's why Lamar, that's mm-hmm. why what's going on with Lamar is going on. It's collusion. It, yeah, it is collusion. It is the contract. Uh, I understand why they don't want to give him that contract, but uh, that's the reason. It's not that they don't want to win. It's like we're not doing that just because the Browns were dumb uh, or did that, and they did that for the wrong guy anyway. Um, right. We're not We're not going to do it. More great news for Cary commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry. Where getting there is just a tap away.